Hey, what's up? This is Rutherford's SMH Student Motivation Hints Podcast. I'm your host here discussing ideas around productivity, positivity, and motivation to become the best version of yourself academically or otherwise. And I got a guest here, Mr. Mack, um, coming to talk about uh, some motivational stuff. So we'll we'll see where it takes you. And uh, I'm glad he's here. So how are you, Mr. Mack? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. So um, tell me what motivates you well, what do you do in your role here at Suara High? Well, I'm the ISI uh, teacher here, which means if you catch yourself in a little bit of issues with, with the teachers and, you know, out of out of whack with the, the rules and regulations here, you would then have to spend some time with me. And so I'll try to get you back on course, you know, in a way that uh, that's helpful for everyone to concern. Yeah. So what do you find motivates you to come to work every day? Just that, um, you, you, just to make a difference. You want to be able to make a difference in someone's life. And hopefully, you know, I would love to be able to make a difference in on a massive scale. I haven't figured out exactly where to, to move everybody in the same direction at the same time. But then, you know, get onesies and twosies here and there. I guess that's the best I can do for now. Yeah, right. Start, start small, yeah. just a little bit at a time. I know I've been thinking about that too, just kind of like, you know, I can't change every kid every day, every moment. And, you know, let me get, let me get this one today. Mm -hmm. Let me get this one this yeah. hour, try and make a, you know, a, a little bit of progress with this plant a seed over there in that one. And then, you know, yeah, there's a, a lot of big problems in the world that we're, that we're trying to, to work on here in education, but. Yeah. We, we, we know the seeds will grow, whether they grow into a weed or something beautiful, we don't just know yet. You know, it's like, hear me now, believe me later. That's going to happen question is, you know, is it something that you're satisfied with or not? Right. So how do you um, find that you can support students the best? Well, just being able to let them, you know, um, the best way is to be authentic and I guess and uh, have them voluntarily come to me as opposed to having them um, be mandated to spend time with me. I see. Yeah. And so when, how do you form those relationships and, and what do you kind of, how do you make a connection once they, they get to you? I guess that's, uh, that's pretty much left up to the students and their decision and whether, you know what, you know, he's someone that I can, uh, you know, that I can, uh, that I can have a good conversation with and rely on and, and seek solutions. And I'm hoping if it's just not me, it's just, I don't think it's enough from, uh, enough of us people, us teachers who want to bind with the bind with the students, or, or, or teachers or students trying to find the people they want to make a connection with. Yeah. To you know to go around. I just don't. I think we're missing the boat there. Probably more so of late than in years or days past or months past. I think there's a disconnect that's happening. I don't know. It's because I'm getting older, or you know I'm not so so um, versed in the ways that. It, the student population of today. I'm not sure. So you've, yeah, bonds, bonds, of course, are, well, I don't know about, of course, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm kind of realizing that I used to think that I just showed up here to code or, you know, teach biology. Mm -hmm. And I think now I'm realizing more and more that I'm here to teach students rather than biology. Mm -hmm. And and that means, like you said, making an authentic connection and trying to form bond. Um, and yeah, kids respond to that seemingly much more readily yeah it seems to work i mean 
you know, I'm just of late, I'm not having a bunch of kids that seek me out like they have in the past. And maybe that's what I'm what I'm a little bit um, mystified about. But once we once we just sit down and have a conversation and talk, I think, you know, we just figure, oh yeah, it should have been there a long time ago. You know, but that doesn't that's not happening like it used to. Yeah. Well, I think that might be a, a product of the situation here is that you always have you have a presence on campus and a presence mm -hmm. among the the student body, but because we didn't have normal school for right. the last year, then like you know, word doesn't get around that uh, you know there's a there's a guy that you can talk to and form a bond with. I, I guess that that's kind of what I what I see too, right? Like mm -hmm. your reputation or um, the standard move of school is like uh, you know kind of it's been broken up. And so we yeah. have to like relearn those traditions and those habits. Yeah. So I, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I want to say holy, but, uh, you know, hopefully it's nothing that's uh, missing, you know, that, that I, you know, that I could, that I could repair if I only knew it existed. But I, I think it's, it's just what you said. I think it's probably more about what the, um, the society, um, what's been happening in the, in the Right. in our world today right because that's that's a disconnection yes. kind of and i think and i think also not only have we just we're trying to re-establish habits and, and restart normal things but also just that it's it's at least encouraging that when you do kind of remember how we roll down this road and some kid does come to try and connect with you um you remember that like it works, yes. you know, like it's, right. it's not hard once that, that connection is made. And I, I think right. I find that with, with kids too, is that maybe they're a little more hesitant to reach out and ask for help. Maybe, maybe because they're just a little more troubled, they're a little more anxious and stressed. It's harder for them to take the first step and reach out for help. And, I, and I'm not really sure, you know, I, I guess I don't know exactly what that is because it seems like now they need it more than ever. Right, right. <laughs> and and they're reaching out less than ever. Um, but but once that reaching out happens, like whoever bridges the gap there, whether it be the student to us or us to the student, um, then it pretty much flows pretty naturally from there. It does, for sure. Yeah. Um, sure. So uh, well, what do you find helps motivate students the best? Like, your interactions with students, what, what do you find motivates them? What do you find that you can do? Uh, well, I found that most students, I'm not sure, um, I, ha I had to think about that a little bit. Most students just want to know that, you know, it's okay, um, you know, if um, there are certain things that they struggle with or, or, or not just with them, mm -hmm. you know, once they know that, you know what, hey, there are other kids who have similar issues, similar problems, and even the adults, then I realized, you know, they're not alone in the struggles and that, that helps a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that it's become much better. My relationship with students and kind of helping them through things is much better when I am vulnerable mm -hmm. and explain like, listen, I'm going through the same stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. I'm going through the same struggles with motivation. Like, you know, I, I don't always want to to come to work, you know, because it's it's difficult. It's hard. And, you know, so I understand where you're at, not only because I was once a student, but literally right now as a teacher, it's also difficult um, for me to, to find motivation sometimes. Right. Uh, a lot of the students actually 
you know, they, they look they, they look left and right and think that student, you know, and they try to hide the masquerade, you know, whatever, uh, whatever is bothering them. And they think the person next to left and right and them have it all great and everything else because all they see is greatness. Right. You know, and then to find and once they figure out, you know what, that kid, you know, and I are not unalike. And then it becomes a lot easier for him. You know, we all both have problems. And when we have problems, and the, his problems may be different from mine, but the problems nonetheless, and they're important to him or her. And then and then they uh, they warm up a little bit. But initially, they just don't know that. And everyone go and live in this big masquerade. And of course, um, it, it leaves a bunch of troubled students. Yeah. No, I like that. That makes me think of, you know, social media presents this mm-hmm. like, finished product Mm -hmm. of like, you can post whatever you want, you can present yourself however you want, you can come to class and you can be the class clown and be having a good time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can dress nice and and whatever, whether you're poor and whether you're depressed or you are, you know, feeling insecure or you're not actually comfortable in that class, you can act out. And that's typically what you see, right? It's like those, those kids, the most insecure are the ones that they're, they're hurting for, for, for something. They really, they are the ones that are looking the, right. the greatest, right? It's the comedians that right. are the most depressed. You basically avatar what you want to like to be, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. For lack of a better word, I guess an avatar, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You're trying to create, right. create something, but, but it is true that, you know, whether a student is connecting with their classmates or they're connecting with us, both of those things are a better option than just keeping it all internal. Right. Yeah. Because um, it will come out. I tell them anger, stress, and frustration always to find the most expedient paths of expression. You know, it will come out. You just can't hide those things. It's going to come out some sort of way. There's, there's, this is what leads everyone to do what they do. You know, you can't hide your skeletons in the closet. They will show themselves some sort of way. Whether you think you're doing it successfully or not, it will happen. You you spiral into, you know, maybe uh, become an alcoholic or some sort of drug abuser or some sort of a person who's always reaching out and, and getting into fight, fights and fusses all the time because they're, you know, because of some other issue that you couldn't find a way, a healthy way of expressing it or getting it out of your system. I always encourage them to find a healthy outlet. That might mean lots of different things for different people and multiple outlets, actually, you know, uh, Talking with someone, teacher, a close friend, a confidant, maybe taking boxing lessons or something else that you know, or definitely participating in sports. I think that was my my, uh, and, and for me personally, that was the, that was the greatest thing I probably could have done. Not only did it help me, you know, wash away and deal with those issues, I connected with my coaches, and that's possibly why I went on to college and had a you know had a successful college career, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, those things are very important. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, um, you know, connecting with the people around us and forming a group and, and connecting with a community. Um, sports extracurriculars, I was just reading about it in, um, in a book, like those are some of the greatest determining factors of whether you are going to make it far in life because sports will challenge you extracurriculars, even if, if, you know, we're talking, you know, chess club or theater or uh, band or orchestra, cheerleading, but, but also wrestling, boxing, football, those things require you to 
work together in a group towards a common goal to right. face challenges, to right. develop your work ethic right. and to ex to move through failure and learn how to deal with failure and um, and then feel like you're you're part of a group. Right. And that's and those are all the things that, that we need. Right. It's the True. isolation. It's the individual just getting stuck in their own mind and feeling isolated from their family. You know, they, they come here with with broken family lives and then they, they need to form connections. If they're not forming it outside of school, they need to form it in school, right. and, you know, extracurricular or curricular. You have to have a sense of community where you or whatever you're involved in. You have to if you have a community, you don't want to let the next person down. You want to stick to it. And I said, that's what you need to develop, develop some sort of stick to it. Yeah. If you can stick to something, you can, and, and you commit to something with that kind of, uh, uh, you know, internal intestinal fortitude, you, you're going to be something, you're going to be successful in life because that's what employer, if you, if you're going to get a job or if you're going to have your own company or whatever, a business, you want to be able to stick to it and you want your employees to stick to it. And that's what, uh, and I, I kind of point out to all the kids that have even talked to me, that's a lot of what high school is about. If you can be that person to stick to it, you're going to have, an, you're going to have, you're going to be successful. That means you're going to stick to high school. You're going to graduate from high school and move on because all of you guys, all the high school students have the ability, you know, otherwise they wouldn't be here to graduate. So now it's just a question of whether you want to stick to it or not. If you stick to it, you'll be, you'll be okay. If you don't stick to it, then you know what, then you, you, you might be, you might have some struggles until you find it, find your place in life or find your, your calling and then you might be able to refocus. But I encourage everyone to at least stay on task, get a D, a D graduate you, and then you got other options from there, right? Um, but if you can do better, I want you to do better. But your minimum standards should be able to just graduate and a D graduate you and then you'll find your calling a little later on. Um, but just don't just don't disqualify yourself so early in life that you know becomes a problem later. Right. Yeah. No, I agree that that idea of stick to itness is. I'm reading a book called Grit, where I was reading about those extracurriculars mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff, and that's exactly what the, what they mean, right? Like when something hard, when a challenge is mm -hmm. faced, do you stick with it? Do you stick to it? Do you push through that? Do you figure out a way to get through that? And, and it's not easy, right? And I, I think that might be that's the deal with sticking with anything mm -hmm. extracurricular or school or trying to get a good grade i feel like it's scary it's difficult it, you know it's a it's an amount of fear they're afraid to fail yes. they're afraid to put in yes. the work um and yeah it's just it's a scary thing to yes. really commit to something and say you know i'm going to be on the football team for the next four years or i'm going to finish you know i'm going to go to practice every single day for marching band, or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to commit to being in the, the school play this season, or uh, I, I mean, any, any sport and anything like that, it is, it's about a commitment and then sticking to it. And you don't really get the payoff for that until like long, long way right. down, down the road. So you've got this like delayed gratification of like putting in the work at, at some point and it, it does eventually pay off, right? Like you don't even know what's going on in your no. future. You, you don't know what's going to happen after high school. You don't know what's going to happen in college or after college or a job or, or anything. Um, but, but if you can learn to just the basic skill of sticking to anything applies to sticking with, with everything. Stick to it. Show up. 
and you know, just shoring up is what uh, the cliche is just showing up at half the battle, and it truly is. Mm -hmm. If you show up, there's a place for you. You know, just showing up. If you if you have a student that's not, you know, not doing so well, and they show up every day, their basic intellect will probably get them to the point where they can at least pass your class. Yeah. If they then apply themselves just a little bit more, they're probably going to do very well. So just showing up and sticking to stuff is 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 everything. Now, if you're not one of those kids, then it could take a different a different slant in other direction. You can be one of those people that just build, have a built-in um, cop-out attitude. You know, like yeah. you know what? Uh, if I didn't make it or whatever the case is, it's because I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. It's because you know I didn't care about it. So you have an excuse built in. So what you're doing, if you if you put yourself out there like that by showing up and saying you're going to commit to something, and everything else. You, you don't want to let anybody down, least of all yourself. But if you don't put yourself out there like that, then um, you have a built-in excuse for not for, for any failure they might you might you might have in your life. And we're all going to have failures. The question is, uh, what will we learn from them? Will we pick up a, you know pick ourselves up and keep moving forward? You know, I had lots of failures. Yeah. You know, I heck, I can. I can, I can, I, I, know, can, I right? can keep we on all, going forever. We all can, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's and it's that failure is not the problem. It's no. quitting that's the the problem. Exactly, right. Failure is, is inherently going to happen, and you have to put yourself out there and into that scary, risky situation. Mm -hmm. So many scary, risky situations where you might fail, but putting yourself out there—that's the right call. Doing something scary trying something that you might fail at and then maybe failing those are all the good things that's that's what every successful person goes through it's it's the quitters right if you you stop you don't have the the courage to right. try that that's where you get in trouble uh, let me go one step further with it um if you if you that person but you also when i say put it out there i mean put it out there i kind of stumbled on that by accident mm. uh, you know when i was younger i kind of like told people i was going to do their stuff going to be that and so on and I put it out there. I didn't intentionally do that. But when you do that, you put it out into the universe, kind of like speaking into existence. I kind of stumbled on that. And then everybody's holding you accountable for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember telling them, hey, I'm going to get away from here. I'm going to go off to college. And, you know, and everybody said, no, nah, you're going to be like everybody else. You know, you're going to come back here and nobody gets away from here. But I put it out there and I wasn't going to let them have the last say. You know, mm -hmm. they were taking bets, you know. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to let them win this bet. And so... I just stumbled on it and I'm telling all the kids, you need to, if you put speak it into existence and so on and keep talking about it or write it down as a goal, write it down, stick it somewhere and tell everybody within your known universe that this is what you expect to accomplish and this is what you're going to do, you'll probably end up getting it done. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have the stick to itness and you know, you speak it into existence and you just show up every day because right. good people want to help other good people be successful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think that's a that's a great note to end on. And, you know, because that really is just kind of having an overarching goal keeps you motivated in those times when there is a challenge or you do feel like there's a setback or there's a failure that you need to learn from that your motivation can come from a larger goal that you've mm -hmm. just continuously repeated to yourself, told other people, you don't want to let other people down. You don't want to let yourself down. If you said that you were going to accomplish something and that you want to accomplish something, that you are a certain type of person, um, then that, that reinforcement and that repetition, uh, right. Is, is spoken into existence. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I completely agree that I, I do that with my life too.
So, well, thank you for joining me here. Um, we'll cut it here. We'll, we'll definitely have more of these. This has been really great, but um, I appreciate you. And uh, if you're enjoying this episode and um, you enjoy our conversations, please share this with uh, anybody else that you are wanting to influence positively and uh, wanting to motivate. And uh, thanks very much.